Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Welcome to this week's podcast. And this week we have a live session with Jess. So this is session three. And Jess is um, someone who has energy issues, been struggling with an awful period, it's diagnosed as hypothyroid, and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. And we have been doing live sessions here on the podcast. So in all honesty, we've had a little bit of a gap since our last one, I think was at the start of the year, maybe January or February. So this is back with session three after a bit of a break. And we talk a little bit about continuous blood glucose monitoring, a little bit about weight and why she's having a bit of a struggle there. We talk a little bit about estrogen metabolism, check in with her hormones, look at some of the key reasons why I think last year her hormones and energy really started to tank and a whole lot of other juicy, juicy goodness. So this is really a great insight into what it looks like to work with me. Also FYI, Jess is my sister, so this is also pretty good bands. She is my older sister, so you know, we have some fun here. But it really is a good insight into okay, what does this holistic approach like look like? What does it actually mean? Because I think people tend to think, you know, we tend to discount ourselves so often, and they tend to think that a holistic approach is maybe just like a whole lot of like crystals and meditating. Or they think it's just too much and too extreme. And so these sessions with Jess really help me to see what it looks like for you. And whilst obviously your body is going to be different to her, some of the struggles that she has, her energy, her hormones, her weight, are things that come up time and time again in women that I speak with. So I know that you're going to get some really useful, actionable tips and advice from this, as well as see as why this process I take my clients through is so transformational. What that actually, you know, when we talk about transformation, what that looks like and means, and also in a way, why, and to show you how, and the way that I work with people is really different. Um, I think people have very set ideas or just ideas about how working with a holistic nutritionist works. And I know that my approach is really unique it's very data-oriented, scientifically driven, it's very holistic, it's very empathetic, it's non-judgmental, it's realistic, it's simple, and it is incredibly effective. You'll hear even just from this episode, just from like the two sessions Jess and I have had, and a couple of car chats in between, because she literally lives around the corner from me. And um, but just but literally, we don't talk about this all the time. I have a bit of a strict boundary <laughs> with family. I'm not like their free go-to nutritionist. I have boundaries because you can only help people if they want help, FYI. Um but we talk about um, the progress she's already seen just from a couple of really simple things and experiments that she has run. So I just want to show you that transformation is possible. So, so often we think, oh, I don't know. We just discount it for ourselves. Okay. So this is a really juicy episode. I hope you enjoy. Share it with your friends. Otherwise, I hope you are doing well. As of recording this, um, this week, as it goes live to you, it's going to be a bank holiday here in the UK for good old Queenie's something, Jubilee. Work. She's worked a really long time, bless her. So I think she's having a party for that, which probably is work for her. So, you know, she probably needs a good rest. 
Um, so that's happening here. I've actually, to be honest, just had a rubbish weekend. <laughs> My kids were all sick. They were the stomach bug, like a 24 hour thing. I had loads of fun weekend things planned. Then I got sick. They all had to be canceled because I was sick. And it was just, not gonna lie, there was some tears. There was some self-pity. There was some crying. Because we'd also, yeah, I had fun things planned, so I'd arranged childcare. And so then it, you know, felt like I had childcare that just got wasted, air quotes, on me being ill. But you know, one of my core beliefs is that everything is working out perfectly for me. So I do, there is a part of me that is super pissed. And then there's another part of me that's like, you know what, maybe I did just need a weekend in bed. I wasn't even super sick, but you know when you have a stomach bug, you know, it's just like, ugh. Anyway, so, um, and then at the back of that weekend, me and my partner Joe, we just like decided to plan in as many fun things as we can. <laughs> because we're like, we both love adventure. We both love outside time. So I had another 10K race this weekend. I had this fun like cacao ceremony dance class I was going to. Me and Joe had planned to go up a mountain as a bit of like an adventure date, you know, and do some swimming and like wild swimming and those kind of things. So anyway, just a bit of real life check-in. Um, otherwise, yeah, just been plodding along, seeing clients, just saw some clients today actually, which is awesome. One of the clients today was just telling me how much they've noticed their sleep's improved. They were struggling with a little bit of um, postmenopausal insomnia, which is really common. And so they're falling to sleep much easier. They're not waking up hardly as much, like half, like every other night they wake up as opposed to several times a night, which is awesome. Last week I wrapped up with a client who would have just been to their GP for a couple of checkups around some of their medications and those kind of things. And their GP was like, amazed at their uh, some of their um, results so much so, so they didn't believe that the results were right so they retested but that's just the the massive shift that's happened just in the couple of months this person this client's inflammation has gone down dramatically and that just when that happens it just shows in the data it's not like the specific things that um, were being checked by the GP weren't their set goal if that makes sense but the body is one whole system so for this client, we were working on gut health and they've seen massive progress there. But when you work on gut health, everything else is going to be effective and benefits from that. So all the inflammation is going down. All the data points have changed. And their doctor's like, what have you been doing? Like, this doesn't happen. And they're going to start tapering them off some medications, which will only really help them in the long run. You know, it's just so powerful. Your body is one whole system. So even if your main focus, let's say, is like your periods and hormones, all the, the rest of your body, your mental health, your gut, your like everything else benefits, which is so awesome, which is why with my clients, like even today I was saying with a client, I really focus on um, what are the, the key, it's really important to get to the root cause because then you can have, if you can figure out your three or four root causes, then you know the three or four things to take action on that actually give you the biggest result in your whole body. So they these three or four things help with weight loss and energy and mental health and I don't know, your blood pressure and your, you know, all the markers because you're one whole system. So when you have that holistic approach, the amazing thing is you could be really focused on this one goal of um, getting your periods back, for example, and that's your goal. Great, we can totally work on that. But as a result, you'll probably find your mental health and mood improves, your energy increases, your sleep quality improves. Like you get loads of bonuses, which I'd love. And that's just because it's the way the body works. So anyway, 
fun times here. And I do have space um, for new clients right now. So I wrapped up with a client last week and another client the week before that. And most of the times people, um, when I finish up with a client, they can continue on working with me if that's the right fit and that's what they need. But most of the time people don't need that. Um, they feel totally equipped and ready to carry on. They've seen the results they need and they're like, Bob's your uncle, great, move on. So um, I do have space for new clients. So do book in your call if you want that. Otherwise, I am just feeling really grateful for the work that I do. And also just like, even just being sick at the weekend, like, I'm constantly amazed at our body's ability to heal. And, you know, to counterpoint that, I've spent a lot of my my life being amazed and honestly pissed at my body's, like, like my body, how my body felt, um, it felt against me, you know, like, oh, another thing that's gone wrong, another thing that's not right, another thing. And that was true. I've had a lot of health issues from, as a young person, child, more so than I ever hoped my kids um, would ever have. But also that and that kind of came became a belief as well. Um, and actually, the more I've learned about the body, the more I've experienced healing in myself and witnessed it, had the real privilege of witnessing it for all my clients. And I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of people now. Like even just this week, I had a couple of previous clients just telling me, oh, I'm pregnant, you know, after we've started work, after we've stopped working together and that's a goal that they've had or you know, a due baby soon or skin is improving or like just still just getting on and living their life, which is essentially the goal, just loving their life they're living without having to worry about their skin or their hormones or whatever. Um, and I've just learned through my own experience and through witnessing other people and guiding people through this, that the body also has an incredible capacity to heal and repair when it's given the right container, the right space the right ingredients, should we say? These are all metaphors. It's not actually how the biology works, but it's got an incredible. You know, you know, the human body, the female human body, can create an entirely new human from scratch. It can make a human being that has never existed. It can create that. So, of course, your body can heal and repair. But just like to make a baby human, you need some very specific ingredients, some very specific parameters, a very specific container. It's the same for your healing. It's the same for your own progress. It's the same. And this doesn't mean, you you know, often people think when I say that, that means, oh, then that means conventional medicine is rubbish. No, you, it's, it's about, you can, you can use both approaches. It can be both and, both and, okay? So anyway. I'd love to chat with you. Otherwise, let's hear this conversation with Jess. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But, you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And there's twofold purpose for these. 
what we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, a lot of what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's keziahall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure um yes we'll talk about working with me if i think honestly that's going to be a good fit and if you want to but these are not like i don't know high pressure calls they're meant to be fun they're meant to be helpful and i would love 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 for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease that's that's really what we want right so book your call keziahall.com forward slash book b-o-o-k you can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top book a clarity call you can book in there i would love to chat with you i really really would so pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. Okay, so we are about to hop in and hear um, Jess and I's live session. So this is session three. We have had a bit of a break since our last one. Jess got COVID, I got COVID. And then to be honest, we just got a bit disorganized and didn't get something in the diary. So from here on in, we'll be doing more regular kind of monthly sessions. So that's a little bit of what happened. A little bit of backstory. If you are new to this little series, um, we I've been recording these live um, sessions with Jess. She came to me. She's also my biological sister. She came to me with terrible periods known as hypothyroid fatigue, weight issues, brain fog, cognitive stuff. She'd had a bunch of tests done at the doctors. Everything came back fine. Periods came back fine. Obviously, she knows she has thyroid issues, but even those results were kind of all right, is on thyroxine and medication for that, and was kind of told like, eh, nothing else you can do. Um, So we've been going through this process with her. So we're only on session three. So when you work with me, I work with you intensively over four months. So this isn't exactly the same container, but I really hope this gives you an insight into what it looks like to work with me, what a holistic approach um, means and looks like, and also for you to glean, glean some really key actionable 
tips, advice, and mindset shifts through this. This episode is especially juicy. We're talking about a lot of stuff, hormone, estrogen detoxification, estrogen dominance, glucose monitoring, VOCs, toxin exposure, a whole host of stuff. Um, so enjoy this episode and let me know any of the questions that you have. Hey, hi, Jess. Welcome hi, back Jess. to session number three. Woo! <laughs> to your something something sounds like it should be an advert for film anyway so session three session three jessica's feel good program (laughs) yes anyway um before i digress right so it's been a while i've explained where we've been to to our dear dear listeners um so today what i want to do is go through get a bit of an update from you how you doing, where mm. you're at, check through some of the stuff we talked about last time. Mm. And then um want to go through what I think could be some of the potential root causes, like what's what I think could be going on and therefore what to do about it mainly. Then science talk. <laughs> yes, yeah, science talk, but mainly then what what does one do? <laughs> <laughs> with with all this wonderful science yeah. chat so a good to-do list Fine. yes mm. good a good old to-do list right so since we last spoke um I think we talked like some of the actions we talked about was a couple of supplements wasn't it in terms of like digestive enzymes those kinds of things and looking at sugar and mm-hmm. caffeine so Let's check in first with the main things that you have been struggling with and want to work on are around basically like your energy primarily was like number one, and then also your hormones. And then there's probably a couple of other stuff happening as well. So Hmm. how is that going and feeling in terms of how is your energy? How is your hormones? Let's start there. Um, So, well... Same feeling generally I mean general overriding would be definitely better that's very unhelpful oh. and very non-specific oh, no, that's helpful. definitely better certainly felt better so I did a month with like grain free and nice. no coffee well and done that, uh, thanks everybody yeah you I am amazing <laughs> thank you that's no cup I'll just say it again no coffee for a month. No, well, my friend Carly couldn't believe I was doing it. She actually didn't think I was doing it because that's how much of a coffee head I have. I am, but I did it, and I did feel better. But then, so, I, so basically, my grain-free period was longer than my caffeine-free period because I wanted to reintroduce like coffee. Yeah. Whilst I was still grain-free, because I've done grain-free okay. before, so I kind of know. I kind of knew I would feel better. Yes, and you have felt better being grain-free before, not just gluten-free, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So um, then when I reintroduced coffee, well, I, I just then went to decaf, like a good quality decaf. Yeah. And I felt okay, actually. And I'm still on, I don't regularly have a caffeinated coffee. Wow, that's Yeah, so I tend to drink decaf most, like I have two cups of decaf most yes. days or a cup like- most days. And then literally like a caffeine one will be for if my husband forgets or or if I'm in the office and I forget to ask what's in the pot, (laughs) essentially. It's not like a deliberate. 15 minutes later, zing, 
that was taffy. <laughs> or um, when someone comes in the office and has bought me a coffee. Oh, yeah. And it's nice. But, I, but I, because I generally don't choose it, it's quite nice to not have to be yeah. the uptight woman. But yeah, feeling better for that. I think my tummy helped. I think my, I think my body just appreciated the break. And looking back, because you do you you have a one cup a day and then it's two and then it's three and then mm-hmm. and then you're like oh I could easily go for four and not yeah <laughs> but like oh I'm really tired I'm drink all the time and then you're like oh now I'm just anxious and jittery and so, now I'm really anxious with heart palpitations and tired yeah <laughs> I'm tired this is rubbish yeah. so no. yeah ca- coffee isn't always the answer sadly so no, no. as it, much as I want it to be yeah um, oh, so it did that, felt better being grain free, although it's just a royal pain in the bum. And I yes, think yes. I was doing, did really well with it. And then with Easter, we did loads of traveling around. We had family weddings, we had this and we had yes. that. And so just had to be like, well, I'm just going to have to eat gluten free, packety things. Otherwise, yeah, the, the, the options were slim. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unless you just do, live off of boiled eggs. <laughs> Yeah, it's not motorway services boiled eggs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Boiled eggs. So warm. <laughs> exactly where my thought went. A little well-being oh, so station. What can you find? Boiled eggs. It's bad enough going to motorway services and trying to find something vaguely, yeah. vaguely that's oh. not going to make you feel like absolute crap. That's, <laughs> that's hard enough. Yeah. But anyway, so that felt better for that. Okay. Um, I what else did I do? Oh, and sugar as well. So I did sugar at the same time, and I'm still limiting sugar pretty much. Definitely, I think last time you were like two servings of sweet tasting food. Yes, and I've also just I just managed to pick up some habits that I was like, actually, this is really good for me to do. So. I sort of bake like a paleo style. I'm not gonna call it cake, but you know what yeah. I mean. So like a muffin or like a carroty loaf okay. every week, and then I've got a go-to thing that's not gonna totally give me a massive high and a crash. So yeah. it tends to be with coconut sugar or honey or something. Something. Yeah. So, yeah, overall doing better. And actually, period-wise, if you'd asked me last month, I'd be like, oh, Kez, that's so great. But this one, last one I've just had, is awful. Okay. Okay, but the ones previously were better. Generally better, yeah. Generally way better. Shorter, more normal for me. Um, Yeah, that's annoying that this last one has not been. But if you can see the general like trajectory if that makes sense is there of improving not just either staying the same or yeah. declining <laughs> that's kind of where what you're looking for um but rubbish that this one was yeah. is it's a reminder of it's like but it is nice because because this one's not been very great you're like oh they used to all be like this and they're not anymore so yeah. in a way it's kind of useful because I'm a bit like no they're not like this anymore they usually you know we're done within seven days, like well over and done with, which is normal, mm-hmm. less weird. So overall, we're on the up. Hooray! Hooray. And then the, apart from this period, have they also been slightly less heavy, do you think, as well? 
or just the heaviness stayed the same it's just like the length because that was the I, big problem, wasn't it? it was like going on for ages um yeah it was they've definitely been i've had less heavy days i'm definitely back to my normal i for the listeners if you've forgotten i used to just have like one super intense heavy day and i'm back to that now and then so that's quite helpful yeah and you had like at one point like really light days not kind of like not quite your period and then would become heavy and then it would what go on for maybe like yeah yeah sometimes it was like three weeks because you'd have a week of oh oh yeah. everyone knows what I mean few women you know what I mean spotting ah no you have to have something in because if you risk it for a biscuit and don't I'm gonna ruin your trousers <laughs> those kind of days and then I'd have like a week of quite heavy and then another week of no we've not quite gone yet like just to be really annoying Really so now we're down to seven days. Still have that slight run up of me, uh, hey. Okay, that's oh, of about, but that's down to maybe three to four, and then what I would say my actual period is back to its yeah <laughs> intensive three, which is yeah. very in keeping with my personality type. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I wonder, and we don't know this for sure, but I wonder if potentially that's still that uh, like your run up. To your period like it's still maybe a bit of spotting if that's because there's mm. the what's the length been like the last couple of cycles it's like seven to eight days or all in oh including, sorry your whole cycle oh my whole like, cycle is yeah. like back it's longer it's still slightly longer than it used to be so but okay. only by like a day and a half it's like 28 it, it'll go from being 28 i think i've had the odd one at 29 so 28 um days okay. to 26 to 28 I'd say yeah okay. without getting my app up <laughs> yeah that's fine that's fine cool yeah because it could be uh I'm time will tell because it could be that you're almost like I think you probably definitely were spotting a bit before so it's like it wasn't quite your period because sometimes before you actually get to the bleeding part of your period you can have like spotting that feels a bit like your period and then but that's still technically in your luteal phase like on the as like on the run-up to the menstrual phase mm. the bleeding phase of it so anyway that is all good in terms of um making progress because what I want to look at today was just really actually focusing a little bit more on how we can support well essentially how we can support a lot of things but specifically your energy and your hormones um, by looking at kind of insulin regulation, which kind of we've talked a little bit about off the podcast on in the car to and from swims, various yeah. things as you do, and a little bit of liver support because I think, um, uh, yeah, and it, which would be helpful. So we'll talk about that because I do think if we look back, even if we just like make things really simple and look at your energy and your periods, and we look at the last couple of years, obviously we have so. It's, we're in 2022 now so in 2020 obviously there's homeschooling job pandemic lockdowns all your kids in your old house all doing all their schoolwork your job your oh. husband's job all around the same kitchen table the world's generally going a bit mad there's a lot of stuff happening you were going to move house and then that got delayed all that stuff. oh yeah, yeah. everything all the things fun times going on there and then we have 2021 so then you move into your new house Woo-hoo! great house Woo-hoo! 
um, although it is a new house, so you are going to have a lot, a big exposure to a lot of VOCs and these kind of things that we know that come with new yeah. build, um, houses it's that are just kind so of- so great having a sister who knows all this stuff who can freak you right out before you move into your new house. Yeah. But Sorry, anyone. <laughs> So everyone's like, oh, it must be so great to be Kezi's sister. I bet she comes and makes you all this food. Yes, she does. But she also tells you about her new discoveries that you'd rather not know about. Like how toxic you are. Sorry, no, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's only because I've seen it with other clients before. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of this was a bit of an issue or not really an issue. And then all of a sudden, I suddenly Uh blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, huh. And then I look back on their timeline in history and then, they move into a new house or it might be they do a massive house renovation, you know, like they completely yeah. Yeah. It can increase the toxic load. And especially with the new houses, it, it does, it's not like, um, this isn't like a, mm, Oh, toxins. It, it is actually stated when you buy new homes that yeah, they do. And they exp- tell you, they're like, they, the house is drying out for the like, first year. Where do you think all that weird moisture is going? Like, but the plus side mm. is because I was prepared, yeah. we got a wee um, fancy air purifier thing, and the house was so blooming hot. We had the windows open because we moved in in February in Scotland, yes. so it's freezing. But it was so warm. The house was basically I've never shut. There's some windows I've never shut in the house. They're just open all the yes. time. Yeah, so yeah. we've gone. We've we've got so a pretty well insulated house, and we just have all the windows open to help it's not perfect but yes. we've got to do what you can oh yeah and it's one of those things it's not necessarily like a bad thing it's just knowing that so I do think that kind of you will have had that like and it's not the reason it's just like no. lots of think about what's contributed it'll be lots of little things so you've had the stress of 2020 of pandemic homeschool and these kind of things and then moving house which is stressful in itself and then as you're sleeping you'll be You'll, and just going about your day, you would have had a higher exposure to your VOCs than you mm-hmm. just normally would have done just being in that. And then obviously we've had like COVID, back, COVID vaccines and these kind of things. And that in itself, the, the point of that is it like, it like not irritates, but it, you know, irritates yeah. your immune system and comes with, and I can't quite remember how the co- with the COVID specifically, but it often comes, is carried with different ingredients that create that immune response in order to create antibodies blah 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 blah. so um and then all of a sudden not all of a sudden but around then that time later on in the year what was it like summertime that's Mm. when you're feeling like your energy is declining and your period is declining and I don't this isn't to say it's those specific things that are the most problematic there's there'll also be more other historical stuff going on I think probably a bit of gut work going on and like other stuff but just to think so but in terms of what we want to work on now then that makes me think okay we need to we want to do a bit of liver support just to really help um uh, because your liver plays a really important role in uh, if you think about your sex hormones and your cycle at various points in the cycle the whole point is you have different periods of time where you have lots of certain hormones and then you have less at different times so your hormones are always changing so you've really got to think about yes when we're talking about balanced hormones we're talking about your production of estrogen for example but it's also then about okay it's that balance of okay the times in your cycle when you're meant to have less estrogen how good is your body at metabolizing and detoxing and then 
eliminating those hormones to create the desired amount for that period of time in your cycle, if that makes sense. And a lot of that is to do with your poop, it's to do with your liver, your kidneys, like your hydration, these kind of things that play a really key role. So then if you think you're running up to like last summer, your, your liver will have just been working harder with dealing with stress, dealing with, um, and then often when you're stressed, you drink more caffeine yeah. and more sugar, which adds another load and alcohol adds another load onto your liver. And then you yeah. add I mean, the COVID, COVID was handled with gin, essentially. Yeah, it wasn't, exactly. It's not, it wasn't big and it wasn't clever. That's just what happened. Yeah. So it's like your liver was already like, oh, mm. and then you add in other environmental toxins, like medication, treatments, whatever, like these kind of things. Not that any of those things are wrong. So often in our brains, we immediately like judge that stuff, but it's, it's, it's not to judge it. It's just to be like, cool. It's just data. It's like, mm-hmm. cool. Here we go. That's helpful. And then that helps us to know, okay, now then I think we need to look at getting just really supporting your liver. Your liver is obviously doing a good job. So we're really talking about optimizing here because if you had liver issues, you'd know about it and you'd be like dead or in hospital. So really this is more about like optimizing your liver and detox pathways. And so you have uh, five, seven, I can't remember, different detox pathways within your liver that depend on different nutrients, things like a methylation pathway that depends on um, these methyl groups and your B vitamins and things like folate, B12, these sorts of things. You have a sulfation pathway that's really dependent on sulfur. So if you think about egg yolks, brassicas, these sulfur fart smelling <laughs> foods Definitely. plays a really important role. You have a glute coordination. You have anyway, all of these other different pathways mm-hmm. and you want to really just really look at optimizing and supporting those. And it doesn't have to be super complicated. It's just kind of getting the right things in because I do also and we don't know this for sure because we've not run labs on it but I do probably suspect that potentially your progesterone is a bit on the lower side potentially yeah. and then your estrogen is higher as well um which is important so we want to look at liver which we'll talk about and then also really taking probably optimizing and taking your insulin management to the next level as well because when we look oh, at yes. insulin which is a hormone that helps you to regulate your blood glucose levels so really important um, that also plays a really important role in your estrogen production and also your testosterone production as well. So it is a key player in energy production in how you feel um, in your sex hormones, in your cycle, also in your mental health, your sleep quality, your weight, those kinds of things. So if you, if anyone's listening and struggles with losing weight or gaining weight around their middle or, or it's probably, you always want to look at insulin because mm. that is um it does many things but one of the things it will do is we'll get you to store fat so if that if if that's a struggle then that system is probably not totally diseased but dysregulated so you obviously don't have diabetes we know we know that like that's but i think your insulin management could be still dysregulated despite eating like a whole food like despite all the great changes that you've made essentially so we've talked a bit already kind of off air about maybe trying with a um continuous blood glucose monitor did i send you the link yeah Yeah, you did and to use it are you up for doing that yeah i'm up for doing it I need, nearly went and ordered it, but then it asked me confusing questions I didn't know the answer to. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I'll send so... <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I'll send that. Um, I'll do that because I think that's a really easy way. Again, we're not guessing anymore. We'll just have the printout. 
Yes, because I've done it with a couple of clients recently and like mm. it, it obviously does it 24 seven and just seeing what like their blood sugar goes like mental while they're asleep or, you know, it's it's really interesting. Um, so we'll do that because I think yeah. that if we're, if we're looking to support your energy and your hormones, that is like, and even things like your weight, I don't think we've talked about it much here, but if you're wanting that to shift, then that is also or have an impact there, then that's... Yeah, I mean, because that's an motivating factor as well, because this is the nice thing about you being my sister. We've had times when we've had conversations and I'm like, Kez, I don't really understand. Like, I run this far, you know, I'm an active person. I don't Mm -hmm. drive everywhere. I do all my steps. I work out with you in the morning, (laughs) like this morning. Enthusiastically show... I enthusiastically show up in Kezia's garage at 6.30 in the morning, a couple of times a week. And we either work out or we laugh too hard and fall over. It's generally. Yeah, yeah. Me making you do squats. Yeah, she makes me do squats. Uh, (laughs) The mean ones as well, everyone. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm a fit fit fit. person. And my body weight doesn't naturally reflect reflect that as much. So that's my main concern there. Because I'm a bit like, Mm -hmm. no, if you look at what I eat and you look at what I do, there's something, something is missing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a really great explanation. And you are definitely not alone in that because the general weird, inaccurate narrative we have is that if you have uh, additional body fat, then it's because you need to exercise more and eat less or you're like lazy or greedy or whatever. Yeah. Whereas actually a lot of it is down to your weight is really just one of many symptoms or many other health markers. And if it feels off, if that makes sense for you, if it doesn't feel healthy for, for how you eat and move and live, then it probably is a result of some inflammation or some imbalance and dysregulation going on in the body. And so we know for you, there's thyroid issues. You have hypothyroidism, um, hypothyroid and you are on thyroxine for that. So we know that already there's going to be some metabolic challenges just mm. even with that medication that's already going on. And if you're, and if you're right, if we look at the activity levels and what you're eating, that doesn't really explain like, you know, so, and we're very similar. So we probably eat sim like if we were looking at calories, let's say we probably eat similar calories. Mm. I would imagine maybe I eat more than you. I don't know. I eat quite a lot, but similar. You eat quite a lot. You're very good at that. I do. I do eat quite a lot. Um, so probably similar ish calories, maybe slightly different foods, whatever. And we both exercise regularly. We feel better doing that. Yeah. Um, different things, but we often we exercise together. So we're doing literally the same thing. <laughs> the same thing. We also I mean, we have together. similar genetics. So we even have that profile like that going for us. Yet yeah. our body fat percentage isn't the same. So that, no, not at all. that's, that is a, like a, uh, uh, what you call it? Odd. It and is it's odd. not, it's not because, and it's nothing to do with your, like, like you, if that, like your personality or you eat too much or you don't exercise enough or you, so that it then is becomes about your biology essentially is what I'm But saying. it's so hard not to get sucked into the, I'm going to lose three stone in a day. Oh, it's so hard, but I put a lot of effort into not. Yes going on diets where you eat a cube of cheese uh, <laughs> maybe because it? you would be hammering my door down be like well 
And also, you would be like miserable, miserable. or exhausted. I'll, to quote Jack Black, I like to eat. What's yeah. wrong with that? Yeah. No, and what I What's wrong with that? Yeah. And it's, and it's just figuring out, okay, what is... So that's why I think looking at your Instagram manager would be really helpful. Yeah, agreed. that is like a roller coaster, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Then it doesn't matter how whole food you're eating, if that makes sense, then your body is going to potentially really simply put, be more inclined to store fat. Then we also need yeah. to look at, okay, well, why is your body not utilizing the body fat that you have for energy? So is there sluggishness there? In, so this isn't about the fat you're eating. I mean, the fat that you have on your body, why, why do you not utilize that as readily when you're doing all your activity as say, let's just say I would do because we have, yeah. so, so obviously my body you, utilizes fat more readily than you do for, that's what we've got to figure out essentially. Um, and that can be down to lots of different things. Um, but it, looking at insulin is definitely one of the first things. So that'll be one um, action point. And then when we next meet, hopefully you'll have had that and we can look at those data points and look at patterns. And again, it's not, this isn't, again, just for listeners, it's a lot of the stuff I do with clients isn't, we're not looking for a diagnosis here. We know Jess doesn't have diabetes. You don't have type 2 diabetes. You're not pre-diabetic. So nope. we're not looking for that. It's looking at patterns. It's looking at function. It's looking at what, like, what is going on and what are some of the key data points. And um, especially because the main thing you want to change is your energy and your hormones. And maybe as like a sub point, your weight, all of those things are linked with insulin. So I want to do that. So that's numero uno. Um, and I'll make sure you have all the stuff. The next thing I want to look at is um, supporting your, your lovely liver because livers are great. They're one of my favorite organs, but it's very hard to pick a favorite organ. So, you know, it's tricky. You need them all. You do. So. You do. You do. really do. Um, but liver, it's just phenomenal. It does so many things. It's so incredible. I mean, if you cut a bit off, it grows back. I mean, it's, what's not to love? I feel we need to make you a T-shirt uh with the liver on you get yeah. lots of ones with all these hearts on and Brené did that in her book I think oh she's yes got that yeah, picture yeah. of that yeah, like yeah. atomically correct heart with like flowers and stuff flowers and stuff yeah same but with the liver make liver yeah. sexy again yeah I mean it's not remotely sexy to look at I think it looks a bit probably like a placenta which is not... well a placenta is essentially a liver I mean, yeah there's a yeah. few diff changes but essentially they have a similar role lappy thing <laughs> anyway so <laughs> liver we want to support that in terms of just, it's good to do in general, mm. like just for general life. Um, we have, we are just exposed to a lot more environmental toxins in the last, what do they think, what, 60, 70 years. The amount of exposure we have has massively gone up for various, various ways. So, yeah. um, and supporting your insulin management and getting a bit more data on that. Again, if you are eating a really high sugar, high carb diet and that, for your body, if that makes sense, then that yeah. adds a bit of an added stress to your liver because one of the liver's many jobs is to store sugar. And then when your body needs it, it'll be kind of released out from your liver. So your liver plays a big role in your uh, blood sugar regulation as well as all the other things that it does. But what I want to focus on for you is really looking at how we can support um, like your hormone detoxing for want of a better phrase uh -huh. so really adding in a couple of specific foods that really help support your those detox pathways 
Um, and the main things we were looking at for liver is number one, you want to stay hydrated, which I think you do a pretty good job of, but just for the listeners, hydration and drinking a good amount of water is really, really important. You don't want to drink too much and like drown yourself in water, but staying hydrated. If you think about all your elimination pathways, your poop, your pee, your sweat, your breath, all water is involved in all of those. Mm-hmm. So number one, number two is protein. Your liver actually really requires some a lot of different types of amino acids. Amino acids make up protein. So if you think of a bit of fish and you di- eat that in your body is digesting that protein into lo- all the different types of amino acids, lots of these different pathways in your liver that I talked about need those specific amino acids to um, as like ingredients, shall we say, to do their biochemical conversions and blah, 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 all those things. So protein is really important, but you you do quite a good job of eating protein. And we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Tick. Great. Yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah. Well done. And then protein features is the main part of my plate in every meal, basically. Yeah. Which is what you want, which is really helpful. But it's worth saying to anyone listening, if they're like, you know, this is why, I don't know, the juice cleanses. I'm just like, I don't necessarily have a problem with it for like a day or two, but there's no protein. Like, anyway. Yeah, I mean, celery's great, but it ain't a lifestyle. <laughs> no, no, or like juice and some salmon. Yeah, it's great. Scrambled eggs with juice, like great. But anyway, um, so what we want to do, and so those are the two things. The next thing you really want to look at is um, uh, like fiber and basically like vegetables, fiber and vegetables. Uh, can be really, really helpful. So for you specifically, one thing I would love you to introduce and see how you feel on would be some broccoli sprouts. Have you ever heard of broccoli sprouts? Well, I've eaten them at your house, obviously. Um, (laughs) There's a couple of options. You can either like be a little gardener and sprout your own, um, which is probably the cheapest thing to. And it's actually, once you get into the rhythm of it, it's very easy. You just keep them on your windowsill. You rinse them every day. You watch them sprout. They sprout, then you eat them. And you kind of just keep that going continuously. It takes them a couple of days to sprout. Not very long. That's option. Next option is you can buy a lot of supermarkets in the UK. Anyway, have like salad. They call them salad toppers, but it's sprouted broccoli, alfalfa, and radish, I think is the one I buy. I used to sprout them myself. And then I gave birth to twins and had a toddler. And now I just buy them from the shop. So um it's like a blend of, I think it's a salad top. I get it from Sainsbury's for those listening in the UK. And um, you, I just put that in smoothies, put that on top of scrambled eggs. So ideally, right. whichever option works. Mm. Um, I know you shop at Asda. I'm not, I don't think Asda sells salad toppers, but they might do. Anyway. I can see. It's fine. I might do a mixture of both. Yeah. Or try, once you, but you can buy, you just need to get organic broccoli seeds. And then okay. um, you would just, I think I have the equipment as well. So you can always borrow um, my, I've been meaning to start sprouting my own broccoli and alfalfa. It's just been low, low on the list. For, like uh, you've got a lot of people yes. to keep alive. Yes. I'll be honest. Yes, exactly. That is my there thought. Was a lot. And keeping some seeds alive. Step too far. Step too far. Step too far. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'll so, do it. I'll do it for you. Yes. Yeah, so you could sprout some furniture. Because I also have three children, but they're much more capable of keeping themselves alive. Well, then uh, it could be a science project, you know, yeah. growing stuff. Yeah. Education. Well, my youngest will love it. I'm sure she will. Yeah, she's Right will. up her street, growing stuff. Um, I've got like 50 million sunflowers at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Her doing, so. just you can eat. And then the, the reason for that is that mm. you think about 
broccoli is filled is is really great for you um, the reason for that is um, it's got a lot of sulforaphane in. And so when you have these broccoli seeds, you're kind of like, it's like oh, not quite accurate, but the equivalent of like eating like 20 florets of broccoli, if that makes sense. But you're oh, having great. a little seed, but we're obviously mm. never going to sit and eat that much broccoli because it would be gross. And I do like broccoli, but. But you just be full. Like there's just a yeah. lot. Of so, um, and there's a lot of really good research around that from an estrogen metabolism perspective, detoxing, those kind of things. So you get a lot of bang for your buck, if that makes sense, mm. even though it sounds like it might be a bit of a faff if you're wanting to do it yourself, but it can, I think, from a hormone perspective could be really helpful. And ideally you'd just be going for like a tablespoon or um, like one to two tablespoons a day. So I'm just gonna turn off my heater. Okay. Um, so that's number one. The next thing is thinking about just upping your vegetables. Um, so I know this is like so cliche of a nutritionist talk about vegetables, but it does. It's really simple, pretty cheap, and also very effective. So there's lots of different ways you can do this. I tend to just tell people, think about wherever your baseline is now. So think about, okay, how much vegetables did I, servings of vegetables did I have yesterday? Let's just say for argument's sake, you had three and you think, okay, cool. Let's try and make it four. Just like, just to add, maybe you had five yesterday. You think, okay, cool. Let's like, you basically just want to up it by one, wherever your baseline is. So you're not trying to go like naught to 60. If, you know, someone listening might be like, uh, I had one carrot yesterday. Okay, cool. Well, like just aim to have like two servings. So wherever you're at, there's different ways you can do it. It could be adding in soup, adding in like, you know, salad. What I do personally find most convenient is once a day, I'll just make like a vegetable smoothie that is not really delicious. And it's also not really a snack, if that makes sense. It's not like, yeah, I don't count it as like my meal intake. It's more of a supplement in my brain. And it's not fat, like it doesn't taste rank, but it's not like, mmm, chocolate smoothie. It's like, this is good for me and I'll just down it in one because it's easier. That yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. I call it a functional smoothie. So it's got like some celery and some spinach, like frozen spinach and a bit of frozen like cauliflower in there. I put a couple of linseeds, water, lemon juice, lemon peel, maybe some beet, like a slice of raw beetroot or something not like tons it's I'm not like cramming making the world's biggest smoothie and yeah. then I blend it up with some water maybe add a bit of stevia to add a little bit of sweetness or like if I have half an apple or something in the fridge shove that in there yeah. and then just down that in one I find that the easiest strategy for me personally mm -hmm. just, but you don't have to do it that way because you might be like oh gross smoothie um but the good thing about smoothies then you can add in like linseeds or those kind of things like an add yeah. in more fiber which would be really great because another great thing that would be great for your hormones is if we can um get you pooing a bit more regularly i mean you poo right you, you do poo every day yeah but you can do that even if you're actually do you poo twice a day already yeah yeah well, once two twice yeah. always once always once maybe twice yeah it'd be good if we could get you to always twice <laughs> two poos a day that's ideally uh just kind of like up well that. you eat three times a day so it makes sense it does make sense where's it all going <laughs> nowhere that's the problem sometimes yeah. just hanging out 
hanging out in there. So um, what do you think would be the most realistic way of doing that for you? I think so you usually have veg think I at the moment I really I have veg a lot of veg for my lunch a lot of veg for my dinner I slipped out of the habit of having any for breakfast mm-hmm. so, because my breakfast tends to get made for me by my lovely husband so yes. I might go back into smoothies I'm not sure I can take a full veg smoothie right now that sounds very hardcore Kes. we need to come around one day and just try yeah. It's not as gross. If you add a good amount of lemon juice, and I do add a little bit of stevia, not like loads, just a little bit, it, it's it's not as gross as you think. It's it not great, I'll be honest. <laughs> but don't knock it till you tried it. Yeah, you might give that a bash. Um, it might be a bit more fruit in it to start with, but not loads. Yeah. Might I might throw a banana in there. I actually so. found adding fruit in made it worse. This is oh. how I discovered this because I was trying to make, and then I just I needed to add tons of fruit. And then at one time I just was, I don't know. I just didn't have any in the house. So I was like, Oh, I'll just chug it down. And it was actually better. Just like the lemon ah. juice. That's how I came upon this. Mm. Yeah. Genius. Uh, but also I can think about, yeah. Adding it in like maybe upping the veg at dinner time as well. Yeah. And even things like, even, even if you just like up the veg at dinner time for you and like not even necessarily for the whole family and then like chugged back a couple of teaspoons of like ground linseeds or something in water, mm. you know, even that like as a simple boost of fiber could still mm-hmm. be really helpful. Um, like in the morning before you have your breakfast or something, you just put some linseeds, put it in the thing, chug it back, that sort of stuff. Um could be and even do that if you're growing the broccoli sprouts in the morning sometimes the ones I just take them like supplements like chew 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 swallow like if I because I put those in my smoothie but if I haven't done that yeah I mean I think so I think I'll look at upping what I eat with dinner and adding something in with breakfast as well so I used to do I sometimes will have an avo with breakfast but I can throw I quite like spinach with my eggs in the morning so that's not a problem yeah. Something like that. Just to try and get it up. And I'll try a vegetable smoothie. Honest report in the next <laughs> yeah, installment, yeah. listeners. Yeah. You know I'll be honest. Yeah, you will. I'm like, really not that bad. Stay tuned <laughs> to find out if she lies. <laughs> I hope she's been lying. If she does eat hundred percent like dark chocolate, like hundred percent cocoa chocolate, mm. she eats it not as not as punishment yeah no so, well no not 100 percent. 90 percent i enjoy 90 percent. 100 percent. i only enjoy with like a date you know <laughs> yeah with some sugar i only enjoy 100 chocolate when it comes with a bar sure. of dairy milk yeah exactly <laughs> and then you probably probably get like what 50 percent dark chocolate yeah. you do like bone milk yeah yeah, yeah. Amazingly. <laughs> anyway uh i will i will be the brave researcher in the field and I'll let you all know. Okay. Um, another couple of, and I can list these out for you. You don't necessarily need to do all of them, but just like other liver loving things mm-hmm. that you can do that I think would be helpful for you. Uh, stuff like nettle tea, if you like nettle tea, um, or like your dandelion coffee. I know you were having when you... Oh yeah, I've got that, yeah. Yeah, that's really great for the liver. Um, so those are um, just great ways throughout the day just to stay hydrated and support your liver. And um, also like your foods, like 
onion, beetroot, lemon, lemon peel, garlic, turmeric, green leafy stuff are all like super charged when it comes to liver uh, um, liver support. Um, and then ideally, if you could um, have some Epsom salt baths, those are great for your energy and liver. Do you like a bath? I feel like you do, don't you? I do. My problem, this will make you laugh. My main issue is Cleaning it? Uh, stopping to get in it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's also why I would like you to do it. That's a, that's a because problem. Because you, you have to pause and you yeah. can't really do anything else in it. And you, it's very hard to be like really stressed or productive. Because I don't yeah. think you're very stressed all the time, but you're highly productive. Highly productive. No, don't have to be stressed. My husband spent several hundreds of pounds on a hot tub so that he can put me in it and have a conversation without me trying to do things. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. So I <laughs> want to be the equivalent. I am. <laughs> but with you alone. So you have yeah. to have an and it feels productive because I can tell you why all the amazing reasons it's highly productive for your body. And you only need to have 20 minutes, so you could literally put on a timer. You don't have to like lounge in a bath with candlelight for an hour and a half. 20 minutes, you could watch yeah. like a Grace and Frankie episode, done, boom, out of the bath. Um, and it has several fold. Number one, it'll help you get into your parasympathetic nervous state. So it kind of forces that oh, nervous system kind mm. of resting. Next, you have the magnesium part that you'll be absorbing transdermally. So through your skin, that will really help just you to get a bit more magnesium, which is really important for energy and ATP production. Also the um, type of magnesium that would be in Epsom salts can be really helpful from an androgen hormone um, metabolizing and detoxing perspective. So it can be really helpful um, for your, is it your sulfation pathway? I think it is. Anyway, with detoxing. So you get that like detoxing. Also, if you get in a bath that's decently hot, you'll probably sweat. So you're sweating whilst relaxed. And that's a really effective way of ramping up detoxification um, because you're relaxed. And then you um, often things like heavy metals and this sort of stuff, you would sweat out more than you would poop out in a way. Mm -hmm. So you kind of helping your body detox, you're supporting your energy production, also probably increasing your sleep quality as well through getting that magnesium in there, helping with that androgen metabolism, getting your nervous system, kind of forcing your nervous system to kind of shift into a parasympathetic nervous state. And um, it's a highly, un, it's a highly productive, unproductive thing to do. Yeah. And look, I mean, that's a full list of things that I'm doing yeah. while doing nothing. Yeah. And I get it. Cause I am, a, my brain is very task list, productivity oriented. And both of us, are, that's kind of how our brains work and we get a lot of stuff done. Mm. So I actually frame these kinds of activities that, it's like tricking myself into calming my nervous system and resting because actually I'm like, well, I'm just thinking yeah, this is a highly productive thing you can be doing for your detox pathways. It was really, I'm going and lying in a bath for 20 minutes, like on my own, yeah. like, but it is actually genuinely going to be supportive and help you to get, reach your goals, you know? Yeah. So that would be helpful to do ideally twice a week. But any amount is better than no amount. Um, I'm laughing because that sounds a ridiculous thing to say, but it's so true it's how so your brain true. works. We forget that. We're just like, I haven't done it twice a week, so I just won't do it at all. You're like, we well, <laughs> could do it once a month. Like doing it once a month would be better than doing it none, at, like no times a month. 
you know? Failed. There's no point in even Failed. trying. No. Yeah. no. Me and my great friend Sarah have this approach to running. We meet so many mums who are like, oh, we're not, we don't look like what Runners Weekly would sell you as a runner. We'll just look <laughs> yes. like that, okay? And so many mums at school gates are like, wow, I don't know how you do it. And me and, me and my pal are just like, it's easy. You run. And then when you need to stop, you just stop. And then you just run a bit more. And then you just stop. And then you just run a bit more. And then they, the same people go, oh, I couldn't do that. Well, this is why you can't, you don't enjoy yes. running. Oh, because well, you just... just run till you die. And that sounds terrible. Yes. I know, it's true. People tend to do like their first run, they kill themselves. And then they're like, oh, I don't but, like it. And you're like, you just got to get out the front door. You just got to get out the front door. And that's the way. <laughs> So I will approach I will approach this with my runner's mindset. Yeah. Just oh, literally just gotta get out the door. On. Put a timer on, get a book. You can even like do it to like plan your week, do a meal plan or something while sitting in the bath. Like, well, that would be all good. Yeah. Um so uh that's one thing. That's one of the oh. I would love you to, and this would be a bit of an experiment. I will send you a link. I'd love you to start on some Angus Castus, also known as Chaseberry, also known as Vitex, which mm. is a herb that's really well researched in um, supporting your progesterone levels and increasing those. Um, not because it is a progesterone, it's not, it's a herb that activates and stimulates the brain to communicate to your ovaries to make adequate progesterone. So I think I we don't we don't know exactly where you're we haven't tested your progesterone levels, but there's no harm in trying. And it's quite a nicely well-researched um, herb to maybe try for the next two cycles. So like roughly the next 60 days and see if that helps in just take your periods to that next level of being better. Yeah. Sounds and good. Also, yeah, you take one in the morning. That's it. Well, Does I that sound that. doable? Yeah. I'm good at taking... Um, because of my thyroxine, I'm actually quite good at taking tablets. As long as I can take them with my thyroxine, why might but but then I have yeah, to take iron take fairly regularly as well. Yeah. So which I have to take it at different times. So I'm pretty good. I have made myself be good at taking tablets. Essentially, I wasn't naturally good at taking tablets. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's enough to be working with. Um, yeah. And if that feels doable, you don't obviously have to do it all at once. You can just pick one thing at a time. Um, and mm -hmm. then I think probably when you've finished your like 14 days of wearing your continuous blood glucose monitor and you've got that data and you'll be able to share that with me so I can follow you along, then we could probably meet up, like do our next session because we'll be able to look at, be interesting to see what's going on there. Well, do that. Yeah. Great. Fab. Right. I will go. Thank you for joining me, Jess. Pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. Nice, you. you know, nice making our car chats more formal. <laughs> Recording them. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book 
book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply, <laughs> which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay. I look forward to speaking to you soon.